Welcome back, sports fans, to the ugly truth, where we tell you what you need to know rather than what you want to hear, and it can get ugly. We have a good one for you today. I'm here with my co-host, one of the greatest to ever do it, one of the best sports minds I know, my brother, Rio the God. How you doing, Rio? Trey, cool. What's up, brother, man? It's always good to do this, man. We we do it well, so we got to keep doing it, man. I got to be better about my behalf. Listen, listen, <clears throat> life happens. Understand. I'm pretty sure the listeners understand. So, you know, we, we, we're going to get around to, you know, a better schedule. Make sure we can go ahead and get this thing done, either weekly or bi-weekly. Yes, but sir. let's focus on the positives. And the positive is you're here. Amen. I'm here, right? We're both in good health. We are both in good minds to get this thing done, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we love doing it. Yes, sir. So, Rio and I would like to thank y'all for tuning in and supporting us, whether you're listening on the road, at work, or on the toilet. <laughs> Rio and I are truly grateful that you're listening. All right, man. Let's get into some sports. Let's get into some sports. Up first. This is recent news, recent mm. hot news. And, I, and I'm going to have something for you a little bit in a second, Rio, but talk to me about Tom Brady retiring, the GOAT himself, seven Super Bowl rings, man. When you look back, when you look back on his career, what do you think? What do you think? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the name Tom Brady? Um... <laughs> what does it come to mind? But you want to be truthful. Uh, the year he beat the Panthers Super Bowl. That's what comes to mind when I think about him because <laughs> <laughs> I, I got rid of that moment every year. Um, and it's painful because we've been stinkish ever since. But, you know, um, first and foremost, man, you know, congratulations to a uh, illustrious career, right? I mean, 20 years, 22 plus, what, 22 seasons, right? Um, seven Super Bowls, as you stated. Multiple Pro Bowls. I mean, um, the list goes on, all-time passing leader. I mean, the list goes on. But um, <clears throat> I was reading notes, man, and um, I, I think we got to go ahead and get into that portion, man, because that, that, <laughs> that's, uh, that's spicy. Oh, man, 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 man. Stop playing, stop playing, stop playing. All right, so Rio, Rio jumped the gun. So in the notes, I was thinking, right, I was looking at this uh, – looking at Tom Brady's retirement. For those who don't know, Tom Brady, quote-unquote, uh, did it? What do you release the retirement Tuesday? Right? Am I correct? I think it was Tuesday. Sorry. I think it was Tuesday. So Tom Brady released the Instagram post that was a quote unquote his retirement speech, his little retirement spill. And as I was reading the Instagram post, real something caught my eye, and I had to go back and I had to reread it again. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I read that thing four times. I got something hot for you, real. I got something hot. I don't think Tom Brady is retiring from the NFL. I don't think he's retiring from the NFL, and I have three reasons why. So, first reason, Tom Brady's a pretty smart guy, right? Don't you think? Right. Don't you think Tom Brady thinks how his every move? Right. Didn't he he announce he was going to the Bucs? Wasn't like the day of the Super Bowl? Kind of the still the thunder of of him not being in the Super Bowl, correct? Right? Right. Tom Brady's smart. If you go back and you look at the Instagram post, he never said the word retire. True. That is Not true. once. 
Not once did he ever say the word retired. He was literally just thanking the fans in Tampa Bay. That's number one. Number two, he never mentions the Patriots, Coach Belichick, or even the fan base. Doesn't that seem a little bit suspicious? Now, people will say, well, Travian, he was hurt, right? He was hurt that, that Coach Belichick didn't have faith in him, that the owner didn't have faith in him, right? Okay, I will give you that argument. Let's just say Tom Brady was that hurt that Coach Belichick and the owner didn't have his back when it come to him, when it came to him re-signing for a couple more years. Let's say that's correct. Mm-hmm. The fans had nothing to do with that, though. Mm-hmm. He could have, if he wanted to really truthfully spite Bill Belichick and the owner, or even the team itself, he could have just said, and I would like to thank the Patriots fans and call it a day. Because then you're 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 pointing out one thing with the Patriots, and you're not acknowledging the organization, the coach, the owner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kraft, Mister Kraft. You're you're pointing out one thing, and I feel like that's I feel like that right there hurts a little bit. So that goes into Tom. I think Tom Brady's smarter than that. I think there's a reason why he left him out of the Patriots, and that right there can you know. It could be it could be viewed different ways. Like right? twenty years with that organization, and not even to mention the fans. I understand Coach Belichick, I understand Kraft, but not even to mention the fans. And then he does that little half-hearted when when Robert Kraft, right? He he says something about Tom Brady's retirement. Then he issued one that that was about the Patriots organization, the fans. No, Tom Brady's smarter than that. Tom Brady's smarter than that. The third thing, I don't think Tom Brady would ever retire on a loss. Ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would ever retire on a loss. And, and matter of fact, he said he had three more years in him. I think he knew, I think he knows that he can get back to the Super Bowl if he has the right team to win a Super Bowl, to go off truly on top, right? Because Tom Brady was not route to win MVP this year. It wasn't like he was Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like he was on his last leg. Now, he was not route to win MVP this year. Right. That's true. And so I think I think right there alone, right, would eat the inside of you. If you're if you're as big as competitor as Tom Brady and it wasn't like you left your heart and soul on the field, it wasn't like you couldn't throw the ball anymore. You retired. You just, quote unquote, retired after losing what in the second round of the playoffs. Could have won MVP this year. Is that you really think that's how Tom Brady's retiring? Because you know how it eats up NFL players or professional players, right? Even on like a collegiate level, and they walk away from the sport. And I, man, I had a couple more years left in me. You know, I, st- I still had that itch. You know, I had a couple more years left in me. I can go back and I could do this. But they don't really have the, the skills anymore or, or the strength or the speed. No, we know Tom Brady's proven it. He, he's leaving as basically the number one ranked quarterback in the league right now. Right. I think it's a PR stunt. <laughs> I think if you ask me a question, if you ask me right now, I think Tom Brady is returning back to the Patriots for one more year. After proving that he can do it, then I think there's a reason why he didn't think the Patriots. He's, he's either returning to the Patriots for one more year, or he's returning to the Patriots to do that that one day signing to, to retire Patriot. So. So that so to to piggyback off what you stated, so that is but um 
So yeah, I, I do believe that is. I but I do believe I do agree with you. I do believe he is retiring a Patriot. I, I think that's overall. I think that's why possibly why he didn't um, thank the Patriots out loud. You know, overall. Um, but I guess my question is to you: Why would you? Why would he? Why would he give it another year with Mac Jones and Pat in, in, the, in the Patriots nation? Because what does that do for that organization? Right. That's just a true question I have for you. Like. If he was to take the starting job or get the starting job in Pat Mason, what does that do for Matt Jones? What does that do for that uh for that org? See, that was a thing that I was questioning in my mind as well. I un- I knew that there was a reason as to why he didn't mention the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. And I think only Tom Brady knew and the closest people around him knew as to why he wasn't, you know, mentioning the Patriots. Right. I think the more far fetched the far-fetched one is he does return to Patriot and play one more year. I think that's far-fetched. I'm not I'm not counting it out though. I right. think the more the more reasonable one that's more likely to happen is that he retires a Patriot, signs that one day contract, and retires a Patriot. For that answer though, I will answer that question and I won't I won't dodge it. If Mac Jones playing as mediocre as he did let's just let's just understand this right he that Patriots team won 95% because of the coaching and the defense Mac Jones wasn't the reason why you're losing but he also wasn't the reason why you guys were winning now Tom Brady returns to the Patriots and this is just me reaching right this isn't me reaching Tom Brady's returns to the Patriot as just leaving this season as the best quarterback to, in, in the NFL currently. Mm-hmm. I think he's able to bolster that team up to the number one spot in the division and be able to might be able to do one more last home run drives, passes, everything he got. Right. Now, that's the more far fetched one. I would love to see that one because it would be Tom Brady, you know, returning home. Um, giving it one more shot with the uh, with the organization that he came to, and I think that's what he really wanted deep down inside is to give me one more chance to go on a Super Bowl run, and then I can retire. I don't I don't think the Super Bowl he won in Tampa Bay fulfilled him as much as it would have did if he would have won it with the Patriots. I think it was a good. I think it was a Super Bowl win that was like you. It, it was more like a vengeance, but. You know just as well as I know that revenge only lasts for so long. And mm-hmm. I think once I think once he saw that, oh, like the Patriots really didn't care and they were able to move on and have somewhat of a success a successful season, it was like, dang. Like it was it really wasn't as is is uh as satisfying as I thought it was going to be. So I would love for him to return to Patriot, play one more year, give it everything he's got, get out of the NFC, please. And go to the <laughs> AFC, <laughs> but you know the more likely thing to happen is for him to sign that one day deal. But it would be a crazy year. It it would be a crazy year in New England. It would be absolutely insane. I would love yeah. to see it. I I, I, I got you there, and I, I I I can respect that overall because I do get what you're saying there. I think a big factor is, and you know you know as well as I know. Mama said, sit that ass down. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Giselle said, sit that ass down. You done done enough. Come on home. Let's do what we got to get done. Hey, we got these co- babies. Come here. Come here. <laughs> you did 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> you did 22. Let's come go ahead and 
go ahead, you done accomplished enough. Let's go ahead and have to make sure we let's have this family properly, right? But no, right. no, no. In, in respect, though, I do think that one year. I mean, like I said, I read it. That one year deal. I mean, that one, not one year, but one day deal. Him coming home to a Patriots, he's gonna probably thank the nation. You know, thank the Pat Nation. That whole, um, that whole ordeal, and we're gonna. You know, I think we may have seen the end of Tom Brady in the NFL. That's just my personal take. I, I actually hope so because, first of all, it was bad enough him being in the NFC South. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, we already stink, and we got to worry about dealing with him. So, Ooh. how many? How many? I mean, how he, about, he was just stomping the stink in your team even more. I mean, like your I team mean, was stinking, and he took the stink on the bottom of his shoe and just kept stomping it in there. He he ran a division like he literally left a division that he was running to run another division, and we had one of the toughest divisions, right? So it's like it just becomes a. All right, man. Good riddance. You know, what I mean, it's time for <laughs> it's time for a, a new sheriff, please. It'd be cool, right? But please, no, no, no. It's 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 definitely um, it's definitely a good thing that you know he had the career, career he did have, right? And then it's kind of like, well, what's next? <laughs> do you do you really? I, I mean, in 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 a, in, a, in a fashion, you do have to think like, does it does he does he hang it up? Because we've seen him play twenty two years, right, at a high level, right? So. It's it's not questionable if he says, All right, you know what? Who what's what's my next challenge, right? Let's go play somewhere else and and, and do this. Let's see if I can do it one more one more time. I mean then I'm gonna, I, then I'm gonna I, hang it up. Listen, absolutely mother loving insane, right? I mean it, it, to to just to just end this subject on Tom Brady being absolutely the most undisputed goat there is when it comes to football i mean nobody holds a candle nobody holds a little flicker to what tom brady has done and it will never be done again i don't mm-hmm. care i don't care who you are it will never be done again simply because it was the perfect situation between the greatest coach of all time teaming up with the greatest quarterback of all time and you had a, a general who ran your offense in the mind of Tom Brady, and you had Coach Belichick's defense just just destroying teams. I mean, my man had three Hall of Fame careers in one. Mm-hmm. From 2000 to, to 2006, he had three Super Bowl titles, mm-hmm. three Pro Bowl selections, two Super Bowl MVPs. From 2007 to 2013, two MVPs, six Pro Bowl selections, and first all-team pros. And then... The final stint, 2014 to 2020, four Super Bowl titles, five Pro Bowl selections, one MVP, three Super Bowl MVPs, and one first-team All-Pro selection. Legit three. Two of those are first ballot Hall of Famers. Walk in. The middle one is he gets in. It's not first ballot, but it's still a Hall of Fame career. No doubt. Mm. And... And it's it's absolutely insane. I don't think you I don't think we'll ever be able to see it ever again because to win seven you you know how insane it is to win one how insanely hard it is to win one Super Bowl. Correct. Almost damn near impossible to win two. You are against the odds astronomically to win three. To get to seven? Yeah, to rally all seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because mean- <laughs> it, it's still early in Patrick Mahomes' career, and we thought he was already going to have more than one. Right. And what we've learned is appreciate that one. 
yeah. because it's not guaranteed you're coming back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, 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 and the thing about it is, it's just like it's the evolution of basketball. The same, the same way as the evolution of basketball, talent is getting better, right? So you have to, you have to understand that you. I mean, well, now we have to understand, but as a as a fan base, we have to. If you get me, you got to run with it. I mean, Patrick right. Mahomes has won, right? And we watched this past Sunday, um, how the Cincinnati Bengals went from being shh to being a Super Bowl team. Right, I mean, just in a matter of a year, and the only thing about it is, is that the Chargers, the Chargers, gonna, <laughs> the Chargers are going to get better, right? Yes. Um, we obviously know there is question on Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay, and some of those teams and those and some of those teams are belonging in the AFC, right? Denver's mm-hmm. one of those teams that have a top five defense. They have good assets offensively, right? So that's a great, <laughs> that's a great join. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Lost the Las Vegas just made the just made the playoffs, and I guarantee with Aaron Rodgers they probably would have made they probably would have won that game they lost maybe right. So, you know, like you stated, we have to understand truthfully that it's it's a it's a blessing to get one. It's a blessing just to get there in general, right? Because right. the, the Rams have been there what twice in the last five years, mm-hmm. and 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 they're not going to second opportunity due to the fact of having Matthew Stafford. So. Uh, man, to win seven, man, it's just like just it's just when you say it, kind of just crazy to hear because like to win seven is a, is a, is a, and you and you, we can say he won seven. Like I know people say it's kind of crazy, it's a team sport, it is. But we've seen Tom Brady deliberately control the games and take control of these games in Super Bowl. I mean, those those Super Bowl MVPs are for show. Right. I mean, he 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 stole those with his play. Right. So 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 um. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, and that, and that, and that you kind of brought it up. It's kind of like, yeah, I guess we all kind of like, man. It's, it's not. We can't really write off the fact that he may, he may unretire, you know, in the sense of, and try it again. Because I mean, right. you, you become bored. I mean, yeah. once you, once you become bored, and then, like the Tampa Bay team is primarily, I think, almost everybody that makes sense is a restricted free agent this year, right? I think mm-hmm. so. I mean, you got to get out of the situation. If you want to continue to win, it's the same thing we talk about all the time. Like Peyton Manning wouldn't have two rings if he didn't go to Denver. He would only have that one that he had in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because simply because you needed you needed a new start. You need somebody with more what you need a well a better well oiled machine. Um, what the Colts went eleven and five in the playoffs to Philadelphia last year, right? They had to do that because as the San Diego Charger or LA Charger, whatever you consider, he wasn't gonna get that from. They weren't. We just weren't gonna get that. If Ben Rosberger would have done it, he probably would have had the same, you know, well, I don't know, Ben Rosberger should have retired six years ago, but that's not here or there. Um, but not just to be a long winner, but I just, I'm with you, man. I kind of, I, I'm in question of whether, now that you say that, I'm in question whether he's going to come back or not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> just to, just, just to put a, the, the last point into it, you can say, you know, some people say, well, Tom Brady, you say as a team sport, like Tom Brady, they win other Super Bowls. I'll give you two of those. I'll give you his first one with the Patriots, and then I'll give you the one where it was it against. Was it against Kansas City? Was the low scoring one, or was that against the Rams? Was the low? Score? I can't remember which one. Right. If you want to discount two of those, that's fine. It's still insane to say he won five Super Bowls. Right. That's seven is more than. Isn't that more than every franchise? That's more than a franchise. Yeah, seven is more than a franchise. And five is more than 95% of the franchises, right? If you want to Ooh. discount the two that he won, that he really didn't have so much of a contributing factor. 
But I mean, it, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about it. I'm glad this was during my era. I'm glad this is doing during the time that I watch football, so I can tell my kids that hey. Y'all think Patrick Mahomes doing all these or the new Patrick Mahomes doing all these backward backflip passes. Y'all think he's the greatest quarterback ever do it. There's a man by the name of Thomas Edward Brady that if you left 30 seconds on the clock in the fourth <laughs> quarter, it was over for your team. <laughs> like he was a Tom Brady was a true meaning of there's four quarters of football. Yeah, true sure. meaning. True meaning of there's four quarters of football. Right. Patrick may have rebranded that with 14 seconds left. That was absolutely insane. But Tom Brady, you fear giving that man any type of time on the clock. No matter what you did on that possession, you fear giving him back the ball no matter how much time was on that clock because you knew it, it, it wasn't going to be good for your team. Tom, Tom, to your greatest decision maker. I mean, I mean, top, 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 top three is going to be real. I mean, yeah. he's going to be able to march down the field and be able to admit it. And melt the clock properly to the point where you have to understand that if he had no timeouts, I guarantee he, I guarantee he understood how to use the sideline. Mm-hmm. He understood how to orchestrate everything in the field. I think it was the Rams, bro. Rams twenty nineteen. Yeah. Thirteen three, thirteen ten, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So speaking of playoffs, let's do a playoff recap for a second, right? If someone told me, if somebody came to me, say Travian. They came from the future, say Travian. The Bengals are going to be playing the Rams in the Super Bowl. I'd be like, you are out of your mother loving mind. Right. Right. In no way. No way the Bengals are playing. I can't, it sounds weird even saying it. The Bengals and the Rams. <laughs> it, it sounds weird. Right. So, real talk to me about some of your most surprising moments or surprising game this postseason, which there were a ton of. And I'm going to get into my favorite player when you're done. Um, I think the, I think the Bengals stunned me the most, right? And I really mm-hmm. think, I think they're kind of overall. Well, I will say that. So I'll say this: you spoke about the minutes earlier, where Kansas City beat, or well, Kansas City scored in fourteen seconds on the Buffalo Bills, right? First yep. of all, that game, that game was great, right? First of all, I think we have to also understand that Josh Allen's probably is definitely a top five guy. Um, I've, I've been saying that when he came out, I said he was going to be great. Um. And, you know, I caught hell from him because he was a Wyoming quarterback. But at the end of the day, it's just like he had all the physical tools. All you had to do was be put in the right situation, right? That's just how everything goes when it comes to being a football player, basketball player, or any sports player, truthfully. Um, I will say that was probably a matter of 14 seconds to score. You score, <laughs> and then you then you win the game that was he. Great. But I think when I had to overall put it in perspective, I think I had to say the Bengals because – Everybody written had written the Bengals off against Kansas City Chiefs. First of all, the Chiefs have been here before, right? So therefore, we have already kind of given them the given them the pass. Like, yeah, they can't fold here, right? But we have to understand we've seen it before because what happens is Pat Mahomes is great. Don't get it twisted; he's great. But at times, he can be a horrible decision maker. Right? He can be a very horrid decision maker because he falls in love with extending plays. And me and my dog. And my dog, Q talk about it a lot. Like, you know, sometimes you have to just – you have to eat. You have to eat it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to eat it. Like, there's no reason to extend the play to, 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 to melt the clock 16 seconds when you only have 20 seconds to play, right? And on top of that, it's the such thing as throwing the football away, right? It, it makes sense to throw the football away. No matter how great your arm is, no matter how many throws you think you make, it's okay to live another down because that's what they're given. That's what they're here for. 
That's what they're here for. So That's a fact. I think with the Bengals winning and understanding, uh, you know, more so just understanding how to, you know, I tell you what really impressed me, bro, is Joe Burrow extending plays, but with him extending plays, extending plays and running the first down. Right. Like not throwing the football, but running to get the first down. Because that's what you're that's what that's the best part about having a mobile quarterback. People love it in Madden, but in realistic in real life, having a mobile guy who understands I right, what if I pull the football down, if I can get you seven to eight yards, we can extend this drive. That's an asset. That's a blessing because a lot of people don't have that. We obviously seen it right. Tom Brady started doing it more in his career, and what he started extending drives. Yeah, I can't get you twenty, but I can get you these four or five that we need to get this down. They may know to get this, this setting to to another four downs that we can play with, right? So, I think personally, man, if I had to be real, I think the Bengals winning was the most impressive part to me overall of the playoffs because Jamar Chase legit, Joe Burrow legit, T Higgins legit. <laughs> That defense legit. Like that defense is legit. Jesse Bates is a top three safety. I don't want to hear. I, I, I mean, I like uh, what's my boy out of Seattle, Joel Adams, but Jesse Bates can guard all of them, and and he and he covers well. So he's kind of the complete safety when I'm technical. So uh, I, I have to go with the Bengals beating the Chiefs. Truthfully, I have to. I think that was the my wow moment of the, of the playoffs. Let me tell you something. Speaking about the Bengals, before I get into my top, before I get into my my points, I did not know T. Higgins was a wide receiver. Could have sworn that man was a tight end. I saw that team play so many times, and I was like, they are splitting that tight end out every single time. And it's crazy he's that versatile as a tight end to to be split out that many times. It wasn't until I was I was talking to a coworker and I said, yeah, that tight end T. Higgins they got is insane. He's like, he's a wide receiver, and I said, huh? Excuse me. Clemson big dog. I said that boy six five, ain't he? Six five, ain't he? Run like a four four five four four four. That boy, boy six five, ain't he? And he run the whole tree. And I, and he was like, yeah. I said he not he not he not that tight end. That boy said that six five not the tight end. I clicked on it, clicked on his stats. I said, what will I be? Big that boy six that boy six five running a four four. Big wide. Yeah, see, why did they draft one. Jamar Chase? Like, what? <laughs> you know, that's just crazy because that's what some people was saying. It's like, wow, because T Higgins finally exploded this year. But yeah, oh, but it was just like, yo, God, bro. Now they have they have two. So you have two premier number one. Then you have Tyler Boyd, who's at number two, possibly number one on a smaller unit, right? Like if he's on like Jags or something like that. Tyler Boyd's on number one. <laughs> so it's crazy, bro. Two premier number ones, and they're both young. Oh yeah, and they have their young star-studded quarterback. The Bengals are about to be in everybody. They about to draft number offensive lineman this year in the draft. They're gonna spend every every pick in each round on an offensive lineman, <laughs> the best one available, <laughs> and they're gonna call it a day. But I got a couple of things, man. I got three things that surprised me uh, during this year's playoffs. Um, the first thing, which really wasn't a surprise, but I absolutely loved and I enjoyed. Let me go ahead and take you about a flashback. Let me take you back into the past. October 19th, and somebody's going to know this day because I mentioned this earlier. A couple of my listeners are going to know this day, October 19th. October 19th, Rio, you might remember this. The Cowboys beat the Panthers October mm-hmm. 19th. The week before that, the Cowboys beat the Eagles. So as I'm sitting in the living room October 19th, watching my mom scream in my brother's face, talking about let's go boys and then continue to walk over to my face and scream in my face because they just beat us before I said mom remember this day I want you to remember this day right here right now because 
when y'all get to the playoffs, <laughs> it's gonna be oh so sweet when y'all lose. And lo and behold, these motherfuckers can get out the first round. Like, absolutely loved it. Loved every second of it. My one of my coworkers is a Cowboys fan. When they beat us in the last game, he walked into the office just staring at me the whole day. And I could see him smiling out of his mask. <laughs> staring at me the whole day. So when they lost in the playoffs, I went right to his office, just standing and cheesing. He was like, Y'all lost too. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. All year, we were a D-plus student. And when it came to graduation and we graduated, everybody was surprised. All year, you guys were an A-plus student. (laughs) And when it came to graduation, (laughs) and y'all failed, (laughs) everybody was surprised. So, like, listen, we got to win. We were never supposed to be there. Precisely. You guys, with your stacked offensive line and your stacked wide receiver core, your two-headed dragon in the backfield, and your winner of a quarterback that that Prescott couldn't beat Jimmy Garoppolo, who tried to give you the game four times. (laughs) Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Number two, what surprised me, I'm going to have to – this is going to be the first time I might cop another team's jersey. I'm going to let you know that right now. But that boy Evan McPherson. E money. E money. E money. Hey, he said, listen, I guess we're going to the conference championship. <laughs> I was like, man, let me look at this man's stats right here, man. I was like, there's no way Evan McPherson is kicking the ball like this. On to the next round. This man walks up. And, and as if it's the most just easiest thing in the world gets them to the Super Bowl. Somebody was like, man, it was just 30-yard field goal. I was like, bro, that much pressure in overtime? Knowing if you miss this field goal, Patrick Mahomes ain't going 0 for 2 again going down this field. He is not going 0 for 2 going down this field. So you gotta kick. You gotta gotta make it. (laughs) This boy right here. Let me tell you something. I think he, I think he's kicking like ninety five percent of his extra points. I think like mm-hmm. some ridiculous number of of his extra points, and then his field goals are absolutely insane. It's right here. He is um, extra points. He's attempted forty eight. He's made forty six. Efficient, extremely. And then field goals attempted. He's attempted thirty three. He's made thirty eight. And I mean the boy, the boy is absolutely amazing. A rookie, right? Um, and then my third thing, I have to agree with you. The Bengals making the Super Bowl absolutely insane. Speaking of, we'll get into this in a little bit, but the young talent at QBs, like four out of five of them are in AFC. Yeah. For him to beat. The Tennessee Titans with a, a healthy uh, Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. and then to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? And no slight to the Raiders because you know they're there for a reason. Right. They but, are. but absolutely insane for for you to even contemplate that Joe Burrow, who basically is a rookie because he was injured last year, a, a season-ending injury, basically a rookie if you wanted to call him, can come into the league and I was like, you know what? 
I'm one of the coldest white boys you ever gonna meet in your time. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you something right now. And was dotting them up. Absolutely insane. Um, we talked about a little bit T. Higgins, uh um the other one, guys, Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. and you know, the plethora of weapons that he has at his disposal. And so, you know, he's still, you know, you want to say, well, Traven, he has these great talent, two premier wide receivers, wide outs. He still has to get the ball to him. And he led the league in, in passing percentage and completion, right? And that offensive line is mediocre. Man. Oh, mediocre. Real, me, me, you can go out there and we can block. Yeah. And probably give up the same amount of sacks. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, yeah. You said, remember how you said you get another another team's jersey? Oh, Jamar mm-hmm. Chase is definitely getting his jersey. Oh boy, let me tell you something. I the would Black have team. loved to have drafted Jamar Chase. I didn't think he was gonna be as cold. And was, he, go ahead, brother. I'm about to say, I was about to say the reason why we were supposed to get him because there was no other team that needed a wide receiver, including mm-hmm. the Bengals. They didn't need one. No, they didn't. Right. And Joe Burrow came up there and was like, nah, draft him. Don't play with me. Play with your kids. You better draft Jamar <laughs> Chase. Right? He's like, we can figure out the offensive line later, but you draft Jamar Chase. We were supposed to draft Jamar Chase. I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt. That's the reason why we traded. That's why we reason why we traded down, because Jamar Chase got off the board so quickly. Yeah, 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 right. I, so I was bigger on Chase than I was Jefferson, and I like both of them. But I just like I think I like Chase due to the fact of being undersized. You know, as a as undersized receiver, it's like when I see an undersized guy ball out the way he is, it's like I'm always be a fan of them, right? But I, I definitely was, I definitely didn't know Chase was going to explode like this on year one. I, I will say mm-hmm. that I think I thought he was going to have a good year. I did think that, but to be what is he top five or receiving yards this year, right? And everybody had the had the woes of him having a. You know, the drops early on the preseason. I'm like, well, first of all, he didn't play last year. So he had really no outside of like, you know, training, you had no in game experience. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's a situation, right? You know what I mean? So you now have to adjust to the game. The speed is a little bit different, right? So you're adjusting slowly. And those drops end up being big plays, major big plays. <laughs> 1,500 yards, right? I think, I think it's like almost 10 plus touchdowns, right? Right. So it's like, you know, it's like, to explode on the scene, and obviously, you know him and Joe Burrow got history, so Joe Joe's gonna feed him. They like they, they brothers practically, right? I mean, Joe's gonna feed him, so he got the opportunities, and that jersey is being bought, <laughs> bro. And it's not it's not the fact that it's like Joe's gonna feed him, right? We understand that he's gonna get most of the targets, but he's open. He's, like he's his route that. running yeah. is exceptional. Separation is major. I mean, and it's just because he's winning. Not only he winning the line, but he's winning at the top of the route. And like you know, kids who listen my ears, you know, what I mean that that's very important. Like if you don't work on nothing else, the top of the route matters. <laughs> like if you if you if you if you run if you if you if you have problems getting off the line, cool, whatever. I mean, everybody can't be Chad or Tosico, right? But if you can win and put the, and, and and win at the top of the route, you're gonna play a long time. <laughs> you're gonna play a long time. Right. And you're gonna make a hell of separation because I mean, you gotta realize, like you stated, I mean, guys are guys are within. He's he's his separation is within four to five yards, right? Yeah. In a lot of situations, and on top of that, after he catches the football, he's a playmaker. Oh yeah. Oh you know yeah. I mean, he's a playmaker. Like if you if you if we, if we love it, like like Debo Samuel, like people are like well, Debo Samuel's not creeping. Say, well, if you want to be technical, man, Debo Samuel's creeping into that top ten if he's not already there, top five. Well, not maybe not top five, but top seven receiver. You know what I mean? Because 
versatility. He's a running back. He's a wide receiver playing running back. I mean, he's a running back playing wide receiver, and he just does so many things great. You know what I mean? So it's like these guys are great when they get the football. So Jamar Chase getting the football in his hands, it doesn't matter how you get it to him. Smoke screen, slam, mm-hmm. hitch, um, probably right in. All these short, all these short intermediate routes, he's can turn into big plays. We've seen it all season. And all is gonna, all you're doing now is is, is creating confidence because the confidence he was struggling with, he now has a lot of. Right, and 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 kind of to piggyback off what you said, I envision it as, as it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Correct. And in the terms of of route running, right, you play wide receiver at a high level in college. You know, like you said, it's it's okay if you can't you if you can't beat them off the line, right? Not everybody's mm-hmm. Chad Ocho Cinco, but it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Mm-hmm. And Let's just give you a scenario. If you beat him off the line, but you can't finish your right at the top, a good cornerback's already caught up. Right. If you if you beat him off the line and you finish at the top, you're wide open. <laughs> You've beat him twice. Yeah. Now, but if you can't beat him off the line and you beat him at the top of the route, you're open. You're not wide open, but you're open. Right. Right. So I think I think him being able to 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 beat all of the cornerbacks at the top of the route, even sometimes at the line of scrimmage, man. I think, I mean, it's absolutely insane, and he's a rookie, and and I hope his I hope his wide receiver career is able to trend in the right direction, mm-hmm. right? Because we we've seen way too many times where your talent and your hard work goes to waste because of mistakes off the field, right? Mm-hmm. Injuries on the field. And just, you know, knucklehead situations because you mm-hmm. become such a diva mm-hmm. as a wide receiver, you feel like you're untouchable. Mm-hmm. And hopefully his career is able to trend in the right direction, because if he continues this, he goes down as one of the best wide receivers to ever do it. Yeah. And um, especially with the quarterback like Joe Burrow, right, continue to to be a playmaker, continue to have him throwing you the ball it's going to turn into one of the greatest wide receiver careers we've seen, but it's only his rookie year. We just have to hope and pray that he stays out of trouble on and off the field. That he stays injury free as most as possible. And, you know, that his, his diva mentality doesn't, you know, turn into something that's bad because, you know, you can say the same thing for AB, right? If AB doesn't have those meltdowns, he doesn't have the problems off the field. He doesn't have, you know, all of these situations going on. He goes down as what top three wide receiver of all time. I mean, yeah, yards would be yards would be hella different. I mean, he would. I mean, he's he's sabotaging himself, but I mean, yeah, you know. But it so, is, like, yeah. you know, if he if he and, and and let's just say right, he if he doesn't if he acts right in Pittsburgh and he leaves on a good note, acts right in with the Raiders and he acts right with Tampa Bay, his career is just it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely insane, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Jamar Chase is a cold dude. Joe Burrow is a cold dude, and I'm excited to see this. Uh, this Super Bowl, man. I'm excited to see uh, Matthew Stafford make a name for himself. About time. Um, and I'm I'm a kind of torn, real. I'm kind of torn because my my head is saying the Rams are going to win. Mm-hmm. My heart wants the Bengals to win. Yeah, I think I think I'm in the same boat, right? Because I'm. I'm an Odell fan, right? And obviously, he's beat the odds, right? Mm-hmm. He's beat the odds. Everybody written, had written Odell off. 
truthfully made them off, gave him no chance to, you know, succeed when the truthfully all he needed was the, the proper opportunity. I mean, you talked about it all. And it was time. all his fault in Cleveland. Right. And he was the reason why Baker Mayfield couldn't <laughs> throw the ball. <laughs> like, he just what? He just had a hundred yards last he's had a hundred yards last week. No, man. Last Baker Sunday. Mayfield was stinky butt. <laughs> And I mean, it's like, and I think we have to, and I guess when you look at it, when you look at it on paper, we have to be realistic. The Rams have to eat, right? They got the, they got the defense, they got the offensive line, and they got the quarterback, and they obviously got the core and the skill players. So, you look defense at wins championships. Yeah, but it's like I tell the tell a lot of but we we know all you gotta do is get hot at the right time. But the Bengals are hot, hot. So it's gonna be it's gonna be. And I think the reason I want the Bengals, to, I think why my heart wants the Bengals to win is because it's a couple of hometown kids on there. That's uh, from from the state. Actually, I played against one of them, Larry O. Obviously, he's not playing because he got injured week uh, first week of playoffs. But it would be nice for the city to get, to get a Super Bowl ring because my boy getting paid, getting paid big bucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's like, man, I'm just torn. Man, I think this probably be the first time I actually might watch watch not actually watch, but Simply be really into it because first of all, we're not seeing Tom Brady dominate no more, and then actually we probably get a good. I think we're gonna get good football. I think we're probably gonna get a twenty four seventeen game, but we're gonna see a lot of a lot of big time plays from, yeah. from a lot of big time names. Yeah, I agree. I think <clears throat> I, I I agree with you with the point of OBJ. I really want him to win. Uh, really rooting for him. And at the same point in time, what the Bengals got going on is a Cinderella story is special. And you, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to root for the underdog, right? Everybody mm-hmm. wants to root for the team that's not supposed to be there. You know, they would love to see him win. And I think that's where my heart is at. My heart is with the underdog team because of what they've done to get there has been so special. I mean, with the field goal kicks from Aaron McPherson, Evan McPherson to the throws that Joe Burrow's been able to make, right? Showing up in clutch moments. Not saying that the Rams haven't had that, but this the Bengals, man, those games have been – every single game they've played, it's been so close. And it's like they're getting by on these close games, and it just – it raises the pressure every time, and it raises the anxiety every time I watch a game. It's like, oh, my God. They're in the fourth quarter again with no seconds left, and Evan McPherson is kicking a 50-off field goal. <laughs> <laughs> so, like <laughs> – for the game, right? And it's, I mean, I absolutely loved every single game. I mean, every playoff game, <clears throat> except for the Eagles, have been, was amazing. Every playoff game, <clears throat> except for the Eagles, have been absolutely amazing. <laughs> absolutely enjoyed every single one, <clears throat> except for the Eagles. Every playoff game has been absolutely amazing. And I've enjoyed it. I think this is the most fun I've had watching the playoffs without my team being in it. Yeah. I, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been a great ride, a great story, and we're going to see who's going to win. We're going to see who's going to take it home. Um, uh, people in the comments, let us know who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I have, I think Rio said the Rams over the Bengals 24-17. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to take, take a lunge, Rio. I'm going to go Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals 21, Rams 18. I'm not mad at that. On the Evan McPherson kick. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. 52 it's yards over. right down the middle. It's over. The Super Bowl is in it is where? LA? It's in LA. They're gonna play at Rams home. Again, so they've been on it's another another hostile environment. They just want to air ahead. Listen, man, Joe Burrow played in the SEC. 
That boy been every every Valley. That boy been in every hostile environment you can possibly think of. That's why he ain't. That's why he ain't shaking. That's why he ain't rattled, bro. I just I, I like, and it's crazy because man, none of these guys like when you look at it. Jamar Chase is like a three star. Mm-hmm. It's like a three star thing, and it's just like it's impressive. And Joe Burr went from Ohio State and LA, went to LSU. And people was like, nah, he ain't gonna be that LSU. It's crazy because like he surpassed. He had one of the greatest seasons of all time at LSU, and now he's taking the lead by storm. Taking the league by storm. He's making a he's making a case, man. Especially with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on their way out. I mean, it's kind of like man, he's cracking that top five. He, he ain't already there. He beat he beat Alabama in the national championship. Mm-hmm. That that oh. that right that right there is a su- that's Super Bowl pressure right there. Yeah. That that's that's going oh. up against a Titan. Yeah, because you're, you're going supposed up against- to lose. NFL, you're going to get because everybody on the team is NFL prospect. Everybody, everybody on, on that team is an NFL prospect, and and if they're not NFL starter, they're they're at least practice team, and then at least scout team. Yeah. Everybody. So, I, he's been there before. It's as close as you can get to Super Bowl without being in the Super Bowl. It's going up against Alabama in the national championship, and beat and 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 stomping the dog turds out of them <laughs> at that. So I think um that's why I think he was able to play so so poised. I think that's why he's so poised against uh Kansas City and Arrowhead. Cause I mean I mean to be honest, I think that it was I I don't think it was as loud as the national championship. Like, you know, them kids can get crazy. Yeah. I think that I think that national championship stadium was rocking and he was like, I, I can hear and hear, I can hear an arrowhead. <laughs> it's a true statement though. I can hear, but so Speaking of speaking of quarterbacks, right? Speaking of Joe Burrow taking a taking a lead by Storm Real, I'm about to ask you a question. Yeah. As of right now, and this is let's just say let's just say Tom Brady's still in the lead, right? As of right now, Joe Burrow top five quarterback in the lead. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I mean, when you look at it, when you look at it, man, and you have the base of this season, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> just just be honest. Like, I mean, what is it? Uh, no, no, what? No, D, no, D. Y. Obviously, because of the situation, Lamar Jackson missed what the second half of the season. Uh, so what are you gonna say, Aaron Rodgers? You gonna say so? Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. That's three. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's in that top five. I give you um, Josh Allen in that in that fifth spot, man. I mean, that it's fifth really, spot. It's, it's it's really it's really Joe Burr. Because you got you still got Lamar Jackson out there. You still got uh, Justin Herbert. You still yeah. got um, uh, Kyler Murray, right? Um, Russell Wilson, you still have, uh, let's see, what's another card? You still have, uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, you still have, uh, that <laughs> 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 Scott, right? Top five quarterback in the league. You giving it to him? You said, yeah. Yeah. I think I would have to, I think I would have to, man. Cause I mean, if Lamar Jackson would have finished, I think I would have probably, I probably mm-hmm. would have said I probably would have said LA. I probably would say LJ, but obviously he missed like this the whole second half of the season practically, right? 
Right. Um, so what? Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Joe Burr. <laughs> I mean, who do you? I mean, who else? I say. I said. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Patty, Josh Patty, Allen, and Tom, Josh Allen, Joe Burr, and you can put him at that. And really, since he's kind of still, I mean, obviously he's the best quarterback still, right? I mean, yeah, I like Matthew Stafford, but. Cooper Cup is having a remarkable season. You know what I mean, like, yeah. that's a top three guy. I mean, we can argue it night and day, but if you had to put top three receivers, <laughs> I mean, and you don't want to factor in numbers, uh, hop, K, Coop. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you if you still wanted to factor in numbers, so, you know, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow had the highest, the higher per, per, percent completion rate, right? Right. Um, I think Matthew Stafford finished with 4,800 passing yards. Joe Burrow finished with 4,600 passing yards. Um, had a higher yards per attempt with his throws. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow finished with 34 passing touchdowns. Matthew Stafford finished with 41. And then Joe Burrow finished with 14 interceptions to Matthew Stafford's 17 interceptions. So, I mean, if you want to be like, all right, Stats wise, cool. It's it's neck and neck. They go back and forth. So then you have to add into well, who's the younger one? Who mm-hmm. looks like he has the more talents, the wins, right? The type of wins because that does wins. matter. Yeah, the type of wins matter. The type of wins and hey, who you have out there in the field, right? So so Matthew Stafford has Cooper Cup. And OBJ established all-star veteran wide receivers in the league, and you have Joe Burrow running around with two wide receivers wet behind the ears, right? right? Um, and then the offensive-minded guru in uh, Sean McVay that's running your offense, and I can't name you the offensive coordinator for the Bengals. <laughs> I know that coach is Zach Taylor. I can't remember who he is. So is Zach, is Zach Taylor calling the plays? I can't remember if he's calling the plays. I think I think I don't know, man. Zach too might be calling plays. So, you know, um, it, it, you compare the two. I don't see Matthew Stafford being a top off QB. He's having a he's having a a, a a remarkable season, right? He's having a comeback season. He's showing that he can play with the best of them. So uh, I give you, I give you, I give you top ten, Matthew Stafford. I'm taking. I'm taking Matthew Stafford over Dak Prescott. I feel like if Matthew Stafford played for the Cowboys, he would have them deeper in the playoffs. Agreed. I think, um, I think, I think we all can agree to that. I mean, no matter how much you might like dislike Matthew Stafford, I think the situation in Detroit was just awful. It was just absolutely awful. Absolutely disgusting. I mean, who who was going to win in that type of environment? Yeah, I still have to give him what he did to Calvin Johnson. Over, I mean, but whatever. Nah, not at all. Not at all. He he owes us one for that. He just stopped playing He's not playing with us. But I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm excited for the future of the NFL when it comes to quarterbacks. I think Patrick Mahomes will be replacing that Tom Brady type situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think uh, Joe Burrow's replacing Peyton Manning. Um, I think Justin Herbert is replacing... Drew Brees? <laughs> no, Justin Herbert's not replacing Drew Brees. He, he's re- Justin Herbert's replacing uh, – uh, I can't think of his name right now. He just retired not too long ago. Austin, uh, Rivers. Not Austin Rivers, but uh, Philip Rivers. Rivers. 
Same same team. He's not going to be able to beat out Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. I don't he see that happening. He's gonna have to bless. He gonna have to bless on. He got to have a blessing on injuries or something, man. And I'm a I, you know I'm an Oregon fan, so I love Jerry. Yeah, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see he got he got screwed on this one. He really did. And then I got Josh Allen being being the next uh, Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, I got Josh Allen being the next big one. <laughs> so I got that transitioning going in, and I don't see Justin Herbert beating out them three boys. <laughs> to the- hey, look, man, just get in the playoffs, man. That's how I look at it. <laughs> that's all you can do is get to the playoffs, man. Because that's insane for you to be like, all right, I made it to the league. I'm a good quarterback. I'm a top 15 quarterback. Who's all in my conference? Okay, Patrick Mahomes, arguably one of the greatest passers to ever do it. Joe Burrow and his Megatron uh, team he has going on, two wideouts. And then Josh Allen, who has a cannon for an arm. And then Stefan Diggs on the outside. Mm. It's it crazy. sucks. Herbal has so much potential. I mean, he, he, it's crazy because they have Mike Will and K.A. The defense is very good. Oh, excuse me. Offensive line is getting better. Running back is solid. I mean, it's just the fact of being in that in the AFC, man. It's just everybody's in the AFC. Even Lamar Jackson's in the AFC. We left out Lamar Jackson. That's the joke, isn't it? Oh, Lamar Jackson is in the AFC. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah, Justin Herbert going to have it bad. He got it bad for the next couple of years. He's My apologies. My apologies. Yeah, and that's why I said Phillip Rivers, right? Phillip Rivers yeah. ended with a Hall of Fame career. The stats Numbers. were absolutely insane, but he has no rings to show for it. And it's not because he wasn't good. It's because he was going up against Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He was going yeah. up against Payne Manning, right? He was going up against Big Ben. He was going up against all these Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And it was just like, you know, ain't much you can do. Right. Ain't much you can do. So, um, yeah, like I said, I'm excited for the league. I'm excited for my Eagles next year. Um Hey, did you know the Eagles have a silver jersey? Mm-mm. I ordered me a Jalen. If he changes number one more time, I'm going to be upset. But I ordered uh-huh. me a Jalen Hurts jersey. It's silver. The Eagles have a silver a silver jersey. It's insane. I had no idea. Yeah, right? Me neither. So, but, um, but yeah, so let's, uh, let's move on to the NBA. Let's switch some gears. Let's go on from the NFL. Let's move on to the NBA. We're excited about the Super Bowl. Um, if you guys need any help with Super Bowl arra- arrangements, just ask Rio for the cash app. Rio will send you about ten dollars each. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Anything y'all need, y'all need chairs, y'all need entertainment center, Rio got y'all. Just ask him. Um, send him a text message. The number will, his number will be in the uh the description <laughs> under the <laughs> under this podcast. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! This is oh, this is Reels way of saying thank you for listening to all fans out there. Thank about all supporters. He he will help y'all with your Super Bowl Sunday. I will try my best. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Rio, Rio gonna have them Postmates a bag of ice Good luck <laughs> Good luck <laughs> it's, gonna have, it's gonna have a soggy sticky note on it Good luck <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast <laughs> Thanks It's the best I can do <laughs> Oh
Oh, man. Boy, you stupid. Oh, man, you're hilarious. Let's get into the NBA, man. Let's talk about some things in the NBA as I look over here and my Lakers are tied with the Clippers. Um, A lot to unpack with this, man. Recently, speaking of the NBA, recently, shout out to my mom. Shout out to her boss, Diane. I was able to get some crazy tickets to the to the uh, Lakers and Hornets game, and I enjoyed it. I saw LaMelo Ball's tall, tall stuff. I didn't think he was that tall, man. My man is all out. People say six seven boy, but he was he might be, he might he be looked, close to nine. Yeah, he looked because JC's six six. Right. And the way I saw now nah, LaMelo, he might be taller. It might have been the hair, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um but yeah, yeah, shout out to mom, shout out to, to Diane for, sure. for those tickets, showing love. Um speaking of tickets, uh we need I, I need to go ahead and talk to mom Dukes about getting those uh those tickets for the Panthers games. So me, you can go. Oh, thanks. Me, you can go go crazy. We're gonna be crazy down there. Yeah. But yeah, let's get to the NBA, man. Let's uh I don't want to talk about it, but we are gonna talk about it. Um mm. let me ask you this. It's not on the notes, but it did spark my interest. I was listening to first things first and undisputed for the past couple of days, and it seems that Charles Oakley thinks LeBron James will leave the Lakers this year if they don't contend for a ring. Talk to me, Rio. How you feel about that? You think that's true? Yeah, you didn't hear that? Nah, man. Last time I heard about Charles Oakley, he said something about Charles Barkley not being invited to the cookout. Uh, yeah. Nah, Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley. Let me find Let me find the, uh, the report on it. I was just... Uh, Listen to that crazy mess, like I said, this morning on First Things First. Um, it says it. Nope. Uh, not right here. I'm trying to find this. Uh, find this report on it. But yeah, no, they were just they were just talking about it today. Oh, I see. Yahoo Sports just got it right here. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so Charles Oakley said, basically said that if they don't if they're not able to contend for the oh here it is, well if they're not able to contend for a, a title this year, then he's gone. He's basically gone. Um, my my thoughts on that is I don't I think I think he's in L.A. for more than just basketball, and I, I think that's been proven over the past couple of years with his family, with his marketing, and with his business that's going on off off the courts. I don't mm-hmm. think he will leave. If we don't make a title run this year, I'm in agreement with you. I don't think that plays a plays a factor no more. I know people love to say, you know what, well, he's chasing this. At this point, man, it's just like Tom Brady. They have nothing else to prove. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing else to prove to anybody. Four rings or not, this year he's gonna become the what in the next maybe five, three to four games. Whenever he gets back on the court, he's gonna become the all-time lead scorer, right? I mean, I mean, it's really nothing else to prove. What is that? I mean, you're gonna you're just gonna be bouncing around chasing. Because where do you go? I mean, that's the real question. Where do you go to continue? I mean, you can't. I mean, it, you would just be bouncing around chasing. And you're right. It's correct. I've heard. A, I've seen a couple of articles that are like, maybe he goes back to Cleveland. You know, to Miami. He, I'm like, like, yeah. Listen, for for what? I, I think I think going back to the East is a harder route. You have KD to get past, and you have Giannis to get past. Right. And even Joel Embiid, who's supposed to win MVP this season, right? Right. You have legit NBA. 
I can take over this game type of superstar talent that goes on in the East as we're in the West. You do have Stephen Curry, but Golden State is more of team-oriented basketball. You have the Suns that's more team-oriented. You have the Nuggets that's team-oriented, right? I feel like it's harder to beat a team that has a superstar plus a cast than a team that's team that than an NBA team that's centered around being a team-oriented type of style, right? And that's been proven over the many of years of NBA championships. You have that one unstoppable superstar surrounded by two all-stars or two strong supporting cast, you win, right? Lakers, the the Bucks, um the the Golden State Warriors, right? The Heat, Cavaliers, you have that one superstar. I don't think he wants to go back to the East because it'd be absolutely insane. He would have to go up against Giannis and KD just to make it to the finals. Literally the two other best players in the league and Joel B, who's supposed to win MVP. You, you're going to really want to go through them three people to try to get to the finals. And if this was younger LeBron, right, we're talking about early 30 LeBron, then I'm probably like, yeah, I can see why, but you're on the other side of your career now. Yeah, he's playing light side. Don't get it twisted. But at the end of the day, right, well, the time's going to catch up eventually. <laughs> I mean, it's just called it cause space, but it's going to catch up eventually. So, I mean, at this point, you might as well take it for what it is, and you can contend here. I mean, it's not like you can't contend here. You have to find – at this point, you have to figure out who you are as an identity. As an identity. I think that's where the issue is lies – where the issue lies now. AD's in and out, AD's in and out the lineup, right? Um, LeBron's in and out the lineup. The only person that plays significantly amount of minutes and stays healthy is Russell Westbrook, right? But he's – He's the third option, and it's really right. truthfully the, the part of like he doesn't do anything exceptionally well. Whereas, as far as AD and Bron do a lot of things exceptionally well, right? They do a, a lot of things well, but they do one thing alone well, and that's dominate. They can take over a game. I don't think Russell Westbrook at this point can take over a game. So, really, you're just trying to figure out your identity because you have a lot of loose ends. TST is a loose end, great player, good player, right? Malik Monk. Energy guy, he's probably the only guy that kind of fits because he kind of fits the role of a combo guard. I can be that. If LeBron's here, I can be that. Um, I can be that shooter he needs. If AD's in, I can be that point guard he needs, right? Um, Austin, Austin Reeves is, I don't know what he does well. I mean, is he a shooter? That's three honest question I'm asking. Oh, you are, is he asking me? No, 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 no. no. He's not a knockdown shooter. So he's not he's, a knockdown shooter. He's another energy guy. Basically. So, so then you talk about Stanley J. Stanley J is a defender. We know that for a 3D guy, right? Not a great offensive player, but he's a good, very good defender, winning defender. So it's like you just – the identity lack is what it is. Like a lot of these teams have identities. We know who – like you stated, like they have a guy they can go to, but then they have the cast that fits the situation. Mm-hmm. Like JoJo and them, like we know JoJo's the go-to, but they have Tobias Harris. They have Danny Green. They have Seth Curry. They have um, um, Tyrese Maxey. Right, they have guys that you can, you know. It's just like that's why they struggle because just that lack of identity. But <clears throat> I think I just think it to be asinine to to make a decision and say, all right, yeah, I'm gonna leave the Lakers now because as you stated, it's a, it's a thing is bigger than basketball at this point. You know what I mean, like I'm already I'm already accomplished, right? So now what it is now is I'm just building a brand for myself so my kids can so I can make money. I mean, look what look, uh, Bronny just trademarked his name, right? He just mm-hmm. trademarked. His- just trade Marty's nickname, Bronny, uh, uh, Bronny Jr., BJ Jr., and I think it was Bronald, right? So we know what he, you know, his daughter, his baby, his baby girl, she's a YouTube sensation at seven years old. His wife's, God forgive me because I almost said some crazy, but she's a 
gorgeous woman, but um, <clears> she, <throat> she's uh, I don't she's think a dare is going to make it to the end of this podcast. That is a beautiful <laughs> woman. No, listen, when when Savannah, man, when she when she when she beat what? that face and when she put on the mm, like, goodness gracious, I fight bro. Oh, oh boy, I do it too, man. I do yeah. it too, boy. <laughs> and then his kids, you know, and then his boys. They, I mean, they're they're, they're basketball. They're, they're 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 in basketball. So like, they're playing in obviously West Coast basketball. West Coast basketball is big. You know what I mean? So therefore, they get opportunities. They're playing well. So I mean, I think it's bigger than that. Now I think just leaving now would just be asking I mean, you're just wasting time. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be forty. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you get out of it. You might get another ring out of it, but then what? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Bronny James, he, he's going to be a good player, right? He's going to be decent. I don't think we've seen his height that he can get to. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you about Bryce. Bryce is, going to be, Bryce is ready. Bryce Bryce is a knockdown shooter. I'm going to put the ball on the court for two dribbles and pull a mid-range. Lick hat. I think it's the fact that, man, I think it's, he's already the vocal point. That's the good part. Like I think Bronny's put in a situation where he's played around so many guys expectation level differently, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. Amari, Amari Bailey, number one player in his kind. You know what I mean? Brandon Boston was the number one player. And then you play with uh, those other guys. It's like, now you expect him to be <laughs> – you expect him to be Bronny. But, like, I mean, I, I don't even know if Bronny going to reach – you think he's going to reach 6'8"? I mean, I think he might be stuck – I think he I, might be stuck at guard, guard level. Yeah, which is – which which wow. I think that I think that plays out fine because his father is just a big guard. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't. It's not like it was not like LeBron played center. He can't teach him how to be a guard. Like you know, LeBron. It's just he's a tall guard. That's it. Yeah. So, but yeah. And Bryce and Bryce shot up in height. He had his growth spurt. My man, around six two, six three now. Yeah, he's like the same height Bronny is. Yeah. And he still got some years to go because he's like what thirteen, twelve, right? Fourteen. Fourteen, right? For he fresh high school freshman, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. I mean, yo, yeah, it's 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 about the it's about it's about the babies and, and mama at this point. I ain't got time oh, yeah. to bouncing around. LA is nah. a big good place. We 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 reside here. We here now. We here for good. That's why that's why all the stars go anyway when they retire. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Yes, sir. Yes, D-Wade, sir. LA. <laughs> why am I LA? Because it makes sense. I can brand money, money. My my wife is a she's an actress. Yeah, you know I mean, I can go see my son whenever I want to. Another fine wife at that boy. Real union boy. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Gabby? Gabby. Mm-hmm. If Adira ever make it to the end of these podcasts, she won't be upset with me. <laughs> but she ain't, she ain't never gonna make it to the end. <laughs> there's, there's only a couple of people that make it to the end. I know Taz is one of them, Hoss is another one. Adira ain't never gonna make it. She ain't never gonna see this or hear this. I mean, I, I just think it's asking. I mean, I know Char- Charles be reaching anyway. Charles, okay, oh yeah, he, he's a reacher. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, you hear you you hear it here first. I believe I, I I go back and forth with my heart and my head. I believe that if we make it to the postseason, which is a strong possibility, we will no matter what seed we are. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're lower seed, I think that's not the team you're going to want to play as a higher seed. Um, simply because. I think LeBron James has that presence and that that leadership on the court mm-hmm. to be able to calm Russell Westbrook down when he gets to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And AD is going to be AD, just be healthy. 
And I think we could. I think we can make a title run. I think. I think we. I think Stanley Johnson was a sneaky diamond in the rough. I mean, absolutely sneaky diamond in the rough. Where you have AD who can guard your best big, and you have Stanley Johnson who's going to guard your best wing. You know, you take away that responsibility from LeBron James for the most part. He's able to save his energy for the final moments of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have Avery Bradley that can guard your small guard, your best small guard, right? And I think. I think once LeBron James get back, I think you're going to see us become that defensive identity that we once were. Um, and I, I think it's all thanks to Stanley Johnson being that 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 incredible find because it takes that wing defensive responsibility off of LeBron. Yeah, right. No, truthfully, it does. And, that, and I think, uh, hey, bro. Oh no, I was just saying. Yeah, and, and it's not like we're not saying. Don't get us wrong. We're not saying Stanley Johnson's locked down. He's going to hold that defender or that uh, offensive player to like twenty points. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying make it hard for him, and you know, be able to be able to make it tough for him to score, to make playmaking decisions, and give LeBron James that rest of sitting in the corner and guarding that wing shooter. Right. It's just like it's like when we hoop, bro. Like I mean, when we hoop, we want Trey to guard the best person. Simple. We don't give a damn who it is. We want Trey, <laughs> Trey being guarded to guard their best player because why? He's going to make it hard on them. First of all, he's a great defender as it is in general. You know, but on simple, I mean, it's just like he's going to make it hard. If he, even if he, even if, <laughs> even if he's going to score, he's going to make it tough. So, I mean, if he takes – we playing pickup and the guy takes 15 shots going to 20, going to, going to 12, I guarantee out of all 15 shots, I guarantee he earned every last one of them if he make, if he makes seven of them. I guarantee he was tired as hell when he, when he realized. Because I know for first hand, I'd be like, man, if you don't get to, I just get a ball. Look, I'm man, I'm not finna be out here running around. We finna play, we finna play big boy ball. I'm finna get you back post. I'm bigger than you now. We finna play low block ball. Damn that. But, you know, it's just, it's just like, yeah, like you said, so Stanley J is, he's a wing defender. He can guard four through one, right? And then, you know, I mean, it's just, it just benefits, it benefits because now LeBron can rest. He can rest defensively and be more and be more useful in and offensively, right? Because that's where that's where you want him at. His game is more polished now in the league. I mean, in in his career, where he can take those, he's taking those those threes, those twos, and he's getting to the Baja and he's not exhausted. Because wow, I don't have to I don't have, I don't have to guard the best player and be an offensive force at the same time. Right, right. <laughs> so. no, that's a fact. That's an absolute fact. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't see the Lakers making a trade. I don't see them being able to find somebody that's going to be able to take what's worse. But I think we're stuck for this team for the most part. Um, if we're able to find somebody who wants to trade Taylor Horn Tucker for a, a good veteran piece, then so be it. But I don't see it happening. I think we're stuck with the team that we have now. And I, and I think it's going to be able to make a good title run. And I was, uh, Hoss sent me a couple of these. Um, it says just potential trades. So, so this uh, particular trade has what's worse, but going to the Knicks uh, for Kimball Walker, Alec Burke, and Evan Fournier. I've seen that. So, like, no. I, I know. The boys be playing 2K, bro. Not at all, man. I can't. Whoever came up with this, they need to stop. I, like, what I is Kimball Walker going to do for us? <laughs> I've seen it on Twitter because I've seen the exact trade on Twitter. Uh, I was like, and that's exactly what I said. I said, what does Kimball Walker do for anybody? I, I, I really, truthfully, like, we, we – we're from North Carolina. We like Kimba. I think all of us like Kimba a lot. But he's such a liability defensively. What does that do? Like, I'd rather take Russell Westbrook. Yeah, his 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 shot shot selection asked nine at times, right? You know, he makes a lot of bad decisions. But at least I know 
I can make he makes up for it somewhere. Kemba doesn't make up for it defensively, and on top of that, he has inconsistency about himself as well. At least I know Russ Westbrook. If he, if, if he has eight turnovers, I guarantee he probably got ten assists. I guarantee he probably got eighteen points oh, yeah. too. Yeah, you know I mean, so I can live with that. Whereas as far as Kemba, it's like, well, Kemba might have eight points, and he probably shot twenty shots. It's like, what what what, what, do, we, what do we gain from that, Alec Burke? What do we gain from that? We have enough. Pieces already. What do we gain from that? Nothing. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. The, the second one I saw is the one that I would love to see. And we talked about this in the earlier podcast. It has Celtics and the Sixers, Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibel for Jalen Brown and Herman Gomez. Mm. I would want to see this happen simply because this gives Joel and B that wing defender and wing playmaker, mm-hmm. right, that he needs. And would it be absolutely amazing and would keep everybody outside the paint because you would keep you would keep uh what's the other the other wing they have? I forgot to get his name. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. You still have Tobias Harris. You still got Danny Green and you add on Jalen Brown, which is a good three point shooter as well. Mm-hmm. Keeps the paint wide open for the team. And he's also an excellent defender. I like that for the Celtics as well because it takes the playmaker responsibilities off of uh, off of Robert Smart and it's like, all right, I just need Jason Tatum just to be that amazing scorer. We're gonna handle everything playmaker wise, defensive wise. I just need Jason Tatum to give me thirty five. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna get you to your open spots. We're gonna get you, you know, in the, the plays that you need to do to get you open. I'm not saying you can't get open, but you know, it's a it's a lot easier on a playmaker when it's like I'm open off a play instead of getting open off, you know, four or five dribbles, right? right it makes right. it easier for them to score. That way they can get in the rhythm faster. That way they can get in a rhythm faster and uh, get hotter, hotter quicker. So I like that. I like that trade. How about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to agree with you there. I am. Yeah, that, that, that. And then when it comes to the Ben Simmons situation in Boston, you now get a – one through five um, defender because he can guard one through five and now it makes it easier. Because another thing that they struggle with is defending. They have been better, I guess, in the last, what, 10 or 15 games or so, something like that. I think, I think the defense rating has went up. But um, that now gives you an elite defender because mm-hmm. nor, nor JT isn't a great defender. He's a good defender, but he's not a great defender. He's a great offensive scorer. That's what he is. So, right. So, um, yeah, that would definitely – I mean, Marcus Smart, Ben Simmons – um, JT, on top of that, that top, a lot, a lot of tall. I mean, yeah, Marcus Smart probably the shortest guy there, but when you get two through ten, I mean, on the two through five, I mean, um, what you're talking six, eight, and above. So, right. So, so, so you know, now, now you can switch everything, you know. So you get into a lot of a lot of benefits when you get that Ben Simmons, and then like you say with JB, they also can do the same. I mean, then you obviously get another another guy who can knock down shots. You get his own bucket, so. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, no, that's it for today's The Ugly Truth. Or tonight, actually. We recorded late night tonight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, man. Great episode. And the reserves. As- I know, before we get out, brother, the reserves. So it's out of snubs, man. Who you just give me one snub from the east and the west. Oh, Have you, you talking about the all stars? Yeah. Oh, hold on, let me look this up. 
see what we got going on here. Let's see because I, I don't know. If, I don't know the teams fully. I haven't looked into it. I'm proud of one guy, which is Fred Van Fleet. I think he was deserving. Fleet has been hooping this year. All right, so we have the reserves are. Jimmy Butler, Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tater, and Fred Wimbley in the East. Then we have the West, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert, Dremel Green, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns. Hmm. Hmm. That is spicy. Hold on. Let me look at this something right quick. That is. I'm taking Melo over Chris Middleton. I'm just going to call it space, but it's going to throw that out there. He might get a nod because KD's, KD's going to be out. KD's not going to play. So it's kind of, he's probably going to get the nod. Ooh, yeah. I'm. LaMelo Ball might be. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't make it. I don't know why he didn't make it. <laughs> That's where I'm confused. 20, Twenty points a game, almost eight assists a game, and almost what six rebounds, or if not seven rebounds, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Wow. I think, he's, I think he's more effective than Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton's just there, right? I mean, yeah. I guess it's due to you know past history or whatever. But I think if I had to say it, man, I think Melo takes Middleton's spot if it was just have to redo. But I think he's gonna make it anyway because KD's not supposed to play an All Star. In the All Star game, and I think Draymond Green's not going to play. So, as a West guy, who do you put in the West? Uh, as as the West, I absolutely would start. I'm starting Devin Booker over Andrew Wiggins. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think a Wiggins has been a reserve. No, he should have definitely been a reserve. Now he, he, st- did, he definitely played it on our ass. Yeah, I'm starting Devin Book over Andrew Wiggins. So, but I mean, John Morant, I love love what he's doing this season. He is scary, yeah. absolutely scary. And can we please stop voting Rudy Gobert into the All Star game? Can we stop <laughs> it, please? It is it is atrocious. Let it go, please. Let it go. Oh God. I cannot stand seeing him. Because what, what does he do? What did, what did Dre say? Dre said, uh, Draymond Green said, <laughs> what did he say? I think he said he cried like he cried, uh, yeah. he cried a couple years ago. He said, now his ass getting every year. Man, like, getting every year because he cried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, voting that man in there, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have Anthony Davis, who hasn't played half the season, be in there other than that. God, he can't do nothing. Like, he don't do just... nothing exceptionally well. Don't. That's it. <laughs> and they don't play defense in the All Star game. Like nah, when they do so play what defense, what it's the for? fourth quarter. He's it's the fourth there. quarter, and, he, and you know he's not playing in the fourth quarter. Nah, the All Star like, game. Nah, hell no. Nah. He should have told. It should have said something when he got selected last in the in the team. If they do that same type of selection this year, he will be last again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> again, like like it's happening every year from here on out. <laughs> he will be last again. Like what? Yeah, are they I doing it just, this year? Or are they doing like the? Uh, I don't know, bro. Because you know, so KD, so you know, KD's not a KD's a captain for the East, but he's not 
he's supposed to not go play, right? Because he has the injury. Mm-hmm. So, so Giannis will take it. Probably. So Giannis will probably get the the nod of being uh, the captain. Uh huh. Um, I haven't heard anything about how they're doing it this year. I don't know if they're doing the selections or not, which I'm pretty sure it is because you know the fan base kind of loves that. Right, Rudy Gobert is getting pe- is getting picked last. I don't see. <laughs> I see Rudy Gobert getting picked last, and maybe it's between Rudy Gobert and maybe Fred VanVleet. Yeah. You know the reason Fleet gonna get picked last because I mean he's undersized. He's undersized. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's like well I got Trey Young, Trey Young and Steph already the smallest guards out there next to Donovan Mitchell. But because if you be honest, you get first pick, you probably take in Stephen Curry. Yeah, LeBron James probably takes Jarrett, Jarrett Morant. Either Ja, yeah, either that or JoJo. Yeah, I'll either probably, that or JoJo. So I, I, I just for me the biggest that that snub of uh, Lamelo kind of frustrated me. I was like, wow, kid's been playing remarkable. I mean, the Hornets are relevant because of him, and I just don't see how. I mean, I think I think if we have to base it off. You know, numbers, I think you have to take a chance to say, all right, yeah, he's been playing better than Chris Middleton. I mean, at least, right? At least Chris Middleton. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. Oh, my God. I can't stand Rudy Gobert being in an all-star game. <laughs> they need to stop. <laughs> and twisted, like, I don't want nobody to think we don't think. No, Rudy Gobert is a solid. He's a solid, but it's just like. Oh, he's you know, a solid player, but, but he. But you, you give, they but, give him gas. <laughs> but he he does not fit on an NBA championship starting lineup. No, he he doesn't fit because when you when you get down to the to the last couple of minutes in the playoffs and in the finals, you're playing small ball. Mm-hmm. So you're paying this man max money to sit on the bench because he can't defend out on the perimeter and he can't he's, shoot. He's a generic big, <laughs> right? He's an old school big. That's really what he is. He's an old school big. And that might be why we're frustrated with him because he's an old school big, and when you see Nicola and JoJo dominate with their versatility, it's kind of like, well, we like Rudy Gobert, like man, just get a corner shot, just get a (laughs) corner shot, like be able to play seventeen feet from the from the basket. Like I don't need to see you playing cleanup all the time. Exactly. I mean, whatever. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work whatsoever. But round two of this has been a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Round two of this has been a great episode. Um I, as always, Rio, appreciate your time. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate uh everything you do. Nice person, man. Excited. Listen, man. I'm just I'm just here. That's it. You make the magic happen. Nah, that's all you, brother. I'm just I'm just I'm just a person on the team, brother. Mm-mm. You coach Belichick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right. Dan, I'm Danny Amagola. Amadola. Am Amagola? Go ahead, man. I'm Dan- <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? Uh, that fullback they love. What was his name? Rex Burkhead. I'm Rex Burkhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You <laughs> <laughs> say it's Rex Burkhead. Well, <laughs> I'm Rex. I'm Rex Burkhead. Oh, yeah, right. But appreciate you. Appreciate Love you, doing brother. this with you. I'm about to fall asleep to watching the the Lakers uh, lose to the Clippers. I hear, brother. You I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this thing doing work tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak my personal laptop into work. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. All right, man. You have a good one. You too, bro.